everyone gets caught in wanting what's easy, and believe me, it's not that I don't. I just know it'll never lead to where I'm trying to go. Because the path of least resistance only creates distance from growth. In today's episode of 4AM Motivations, we are learning that for every successful morning routine, it first starts with a successful evening routine. We are learning not only what to do in the evenings, but how to consistently do it moving forward. Enjoy. Good morning. I am Chris Mazzara, and this is 4AM Motivations, a podcast that is completely dedicated to your growth. Now today, we pick up right where we left off in this theme for the month titled Building a Morning Routine. When we think back on all the successful people in life or the highly growth-focused individuals that we know, more than likely, what usually gets them going is a morning routine, one that is structured and starts very early that gets them in alignment with what they want most in life. For example, it is currently 4.05 a.m., because this isn't just titled 4AM Motivations, this is the time we record. And this has come after a morning routine that has already prepared me to start with you today. So 4AM Motivations is not just what we preach, it is also what we practice. Now, where we are going to pick up today is for every successful morning routine to be created, it first comes from a successful evening routine. Now let me repeat that. For every successful morning routine to be created, it first comes from a successful evening routine. And in today's episode, I'm helping you determine what a successful evening routine looks and feels like. And yes, you can expect some homework of how to start applying this at the end of the episode. Where we have had our homework last week was this idea of setting your alarm clock back 15 minutes earlier in the morning. And if it has been a struggle, I'm going to really introduce to you why today. But also, if it hasn't been a struggle, if you've been continuing and following through with it, amazing, great job. I'm going to show you how to take that alarm clock back even further. Now today, when we are thinking of building an evening routine, one that supports our growth and will prepare us for success in the mornings to wake up and get started at whatever time you want to start at, We must first answer these three questions. One, when are you eating? Two, when are you working? And three, what are you reading? We're going to build this evening routine together, answering a few questions, and I'll fully elaborate on why. Now, the very first one starts off with, when are you eating? Studies show that when we finish eating dinner, It should always be about three to four hours before we actually fall asleep. Now, I know that's usually one of those triggering kind of statements when studies show because there's millions of studies. However, let's explain the science behind this one because it is very, very powerful. When we eat, it is supposed to be giving us energy. The food that we are eating, if we're eating great food, live foods, nutritious foods, What that food should be doing is giving us energy. Now, when we eat, and especially when we overeat, what our body has to do is use digestive energy in order to digest the food that your stomach cannot handle. 
So instead of giving you energy, what happens, even if it's good food, what happens is you start using energy to digest it. The same thing happens when we eat too late in the evenings. Our bodies should have digested that food before going to sleep because once we sleep, that is the time for our bodies to start restoring energy. When we go into a place of rest, we don't want our bodies using energy to digest food. No, we want our bodies to be storing energy, resting completely, so that when we wake up, we are more full of energy than when we went to bed. Because sometimes, isn't it strange how when you wake up in the morning, sometimes you're more tired than when you went to sleep? That is the complete reverse, complete opposite of what this routine is meant to support. Now, it is not easy, quote unquote, in order to make sure that we eat dinner three to four hours before bed. Because one, of course, we have cravings. Yes, we may have cravings that may want to alter what we're doing and have food or or eat dinner or eat even later kind of snacks right before bed. But what you are doing is you are dramatically decreasing the amount of energy that your body will be storing that night. Each and every bite that you have is decreasing how great you're going to feel in the morning. The idea of intermittent fasting, only eating between a certain hour range of the day, is one of the best things that you can do for one, your self-discipline, but two, the quality of your sleep. Now, when you're planning out this evening routine, you have to organize your life in such a way that allows you to eat dinner The earlier, the better. Three to four hours is one, defeating the cravings, but two, planning your day in such a way that you can. Now, this is not easy, especially when it comes to the organization and planning. My wife is a phenomenal cook. However, my wife has a much different lifestyle than I do. She is not necessarily as focused on waking up at three in the morning and getting her life started as early as possible, which is fine. So maybe eating that early in the day isn't as important to her. However, she understands how important it is to me. So we find a way to compromise. If you're struggling already with this idea that there's no way I can, I can eat that early, not with the kids that I have or not with my wife or how my family and work life is balanced, that's not where we start. We start with the why. The why is your sleep is going to be increased in such a way that you will be so much more productive in the mornings and put yourself in a place to create the life, create the amount of growth that will benefit your family, that will benefit you in such a way that it will be worth it. When we start off with the why, the benefits that we are allowing for ourselves, well, then it gives you a reason to have the conversation or to get more strategic with how to plan your life. Everything we talk about, I'm not going to be telling you that this is the easiest path in life, but that's not why you're listening to this podcast. Choosing a growth-centered and growth-focused life is a hard one. It is much easier to eat at 9 o'clock at night and eat whenever the hell you feel like eating, but will you actually be growing? Most likely not. Start off with the why and start to plan your life in such a way of how can I eat three to four hours before bed? Now, the second question that we must answer is when are you working till? 
We all must have a work-life balance. And if you are listening again to this podcast, it's because you prioritize your growth. And people who prioritize their growth, if they're not careful, can struggle with the idea and the understanding of when to cut off their work hours. And what that does is create challenges that start to creep into our personal lives, creep into our marriages and creep into our family dynamics and how well and presently you're showing up, how much energy you're giving to your kids. So we start off with this idea of when are you cutting yourself off from work, even if it's emails, even if it's texts from clients, whatever it is, when do you give yourself the space and time to disconnect and say, okay, whatever else comes in after 6 p.m. or 7 p.m. or 5 p.m., whatever it is for you, when do you reach the point that says, I don't look or check emails or check texts till the following day, till the following morning? What you're doing then is creating a structure in your life that says, I work so that I can enjoy my personal life. When you are reminded by that, you don't ever get mixed up in saying, I work because I enjoy working, and oh yeah, whenever I can, I go get to my personal life, because that's just not the point. You are working to provide a life for your family, but damn, don't forget your family. Start off with this idea of work-life boundaries. When you cut yourself off and decide, okay, no matter what, the work will still be there, the emails will still be waiting for me, I can always call back later, text back the following day, because there are no real consequences to it. Are there emergencies? Yes. Very rarely are there emergencies that can't wait till the following morning. So this idea of work-life balance, setting those boundaries, especially because we are in a marathon of success, not just a sprint. Are there moments where you need to sprint? Absolutely. However, when we treat it like a marathon, there's also the understanding, well, I don't want to burn out too early, so let me create these long, sustaining, healthy habits that will carry me through to the very end of the finish line. This is where it starts. Now, if you are using the laptop or using the phone, regardless if it's for work purposes, and maybe you're just now enjoying Instagram because you deleted it for the day, whatever your you know cool parts of your routine are, just make sure that you are using blue blocker glasses. Get them from Amazon. Get them from online. They're like $10. And use those in the evenings, especially if you are enjoying TV in the early part of the evenings or the second half of the day. Use blue blocker glasses those last three hours because a lot of what's going on is this idea of brain stimulation. When we are using blue blocker glasses, we are protecting our eyes and our brain from being overstimulated to the point where when we finally go to bed, our brains have been so activated by the TV and by what we're looking at that it's hard to actually reach a place of rest. So when we fall asleep, our bodies and brains aren't actually achieving a restful place for about an hour and a half, two hours of sleep. Sometimes, isn't it interesting when you wake up in the morning and you got eight hours of sleep, you did everything you were told to do, and then you're still tired? A lot of that has to do with well, you weren't in a restful and peaceful place before actually falling asleep. So it took your body and brain a couple hours before it could actually achieve rest to then have a quality night of rest. So then you need much more sleep than you actually were required if you didn't do it. 
Blue blocker glasses are an easy solution to make sure that we're protecting our brains and eyes from being stimulated to the point where we can't wake up with enough energy. Easy, easy shift for my high performers out there. Go get those. So again, finding that time of the day where you disconnect completely from work and you prepare yourself for the second half of your day, which is just as important, being there for your family, focusing on your personal growth, uh, enjoying time with the kids and the wife or or the, the husband, whatever it is for you, making sure that you are absolutely prioritizing it and remembering that you're in a marathon and that you can always pick it right back up in the morning and keep on running the race. Now, Work-life boundaries, understanding when we're disconnecting, when we're putting the phone in the bathroom to not be tempted to go get on it and get to work and keep striving. Now, after we have that established, there's a third question we must answer, which is, what are you reading? That last hour of the day, and a lot of times, even if it's just that last 30 minutes, what book could you be reading? Now, the growth-focused, you know, high-performing individual in me always wants to say what kind of nonfiction, personal development, highly spiritual, highly growth-focused, goal-oriented goal could you read? Yeah, absolutely. Those are great. But even if it's fiction, how are you pouring into yourself in the evening and doing something that is so beneficial like reading? For one, reading is a form of meditation. What reading is doing is it's forcing you to focus on one word at a time, to then connect it to one sentence at a time. Notice my my thoughts in that moment. They're not focused on the 30 things that I have going on in my schedule or even the mistakes that I made in that day or uh, what's going on with my family or, or the deal that I'm trying to close still. No, I'm focused on one word at a time. Doesn't that remind you of focusing on your breath, one breath at a time? Reading is a form of meditation, and I would highly encourage anybody, no matter what book it is, to always dedicate that last hour or last 30 minutes to reading. Now, if you are dedicating it to TV, well, there's a couple things that you really want to watch out for. There's a great show with uh, Brian Cranston from Breaking Bad. There's a great show with him in it called Your Honor. Now, I started to realize that this was happening about a year ago when they released this show. This show was about a judge who goes through many lengths to save his son, even though it's breaking the law that he has sworn to uphold. However, it was so emotionally enthralling. It was gripping. It had you at the edge of your seat every single moment. Your heart is racing. You feel highly anxious. You are so bought into this guy's life and the mistakes that he is making. Oh, my goodness. By the time that episode ends and I turn off the TV, I feel like I'm still in it. I feel so on the edge, hard to relax. And what happens is I then have a very unrestful night. What I just watched, what that did to my brain and body, it produced a feeling. It produced emotions that were hard to shake off. I would then wake up with nightmares or crazy dreams throughout the middle of the night and somehow some way I didn't wake up feeling too full of energy the the next morning so I started to really understand how tv and movies and all these things because they are so gripping at times we can feel what these characters are feeling 
produces these emotions. And if these emotions aren't conducive with sleep, like restfulness or stillness or relaxation, well, then it's going to go highly against the point of you sleeping in the first place, which is rest and recharge so that you wake up the following day feeling great. So I would highly beware of what you're watching, yes, but also just the understanding that, hey, I could have watched Your Honor. I could have watched that show, absolutely, just earlier in the evening to the point where I still could have read and prayed and had my evening routine that would have allowed me to relax fully and not bring that with me into the night. So adjust. Make these minor adjustments. I'm not telling you to be perfect. I'm just telling you to be strategic. You can watch the TV. Yeah. Enjoy it with some blue blocker glasses. Yeah. Enjoy it not right before you're about to let your head fall asleep on the pillow. Do so in such a way where you can still adhere to these guidelines of how to support your evening routine. Now, this last idea is that all of these things, of course, require strategy, but they also require self-discipline. And what is self-discipline? It is being disciplined in all the habits and the understandings and rituals and decisions and routines that are most in alignment with your growth. Self-discipline is simply doing the things that you know you need to do because they support your highest good. When you finished eating at 6 p.m. and all of a sudden it's 9 o'clock and you swore you're going to bed at 10 and you're having the craving to go eat, it's in that moment where you are going to have to remember why you started this in the first place. Why having that morning routine, getting up nice and early, full of energy, fully rested, ready to attack the day to achieve your destiny. Why that feeling is so much greater than the momentary satisfaction of having a snack right now. It'll be the same with scrolling on your phone. It'll be the same with responding to your work emails. It'll be the same with watching that dramatic show right before you fall asleep instead of reading. It'll be the same. We have to remember why we're doing this stuff in the first place. And it's not because you just want to call yourself a morning person. It's because you're going to bring a highly productive, highly effective version of you to the earliest part of the day and start your day before the world does to get what the world will not get. This is not easy. However, it is what's best for you. See, what self-discipline truly is, is being disciplined enough to take care of ourselves, being disciplined enough to make the decisions that create a life that is most beneficial to us, our family, and the world. There is a version of you that you are listening to this podcast for. You are trying to tap into a version of you that will change the world that will dramatically improve your family's life, that will dramatically change how you are viewing yourself right now. We all have this possibility each day to make small momentary decisions that can ruin everything, that can prevent us from ever growing, that can put us in a life that we never wanted to be in. However, it's these small decisions that can improve the quality, the, the dramatic change of this year, of this life, each and every little decision at a time. And best believe this idea of a strong, effective, organized, strategic evening routine is where you are creating a beautiful, beneficial morning routine where you feel excited when you wake up in the morning. 
ready to get to your day. So my challenge to you, my homework is when you finish this podcast, one, answer these questions. When are you eating? When are you working? And what are you reading? Organize your life in such a way and then push the challenge last week's homework back even further. Last week, 15 minutes was great. Now we're going 45. We pick up momentum. We pick up speed. Every time we build a foundation, we are going to solidify and create an even stronger one. Now, please don't feel upset. If you didn't achieve 15 minutes, just start there. The fact is, this is a marathon. And just because you might be a little bit behind where others are, it doesn't change the fact that you are still in a marathon and can catch them at any moment. 15 minutes is where you start if you haven't quite achieved it yet. But if you have, and you're ready for homework number two, 45 minutes earlier than where you originally started is where you get started today. Adhere to this evening routine and watch it start to change your life. Until next time, my people. Hey, everyone. This is Chris Mazzara. Thanks again for joining us at 4 a.m. Motivations. Please subscribe, rate, and share with others who you think would benefit from these words as well. And if you'd like to work with me directly on a one-on-one basis for personal or professional coaching, then please visit mazzara.co and find out how. And just because you're a listener of this podcast, when you speak to one of the members from our team, let them know that 4AM Motivation sent you and you'll receive an extra 15% off. We look forward to hearing from you and supporting you on your growth journey.